That thing disappeared. Welcome, everyone. We are live, but by the time you hear this, we will not be live. <laughs> I'm really happy today um, because we have a special guest on the program, the mighty El Jefe Maximo. Hello. Oh, sorry. No. Talk, see, the, the whole rules of podcasts is you're not supposed to talk until you're introduced. I broke the rule. Oh, shit. Do you I'm want sorry. to do it again? No, it's okay. All right. So, his name is El Jefe. And I'm Alejandro Castro, as you know. Nice to meet you. Nice to nice Glad to, see to be you. here. I'm really happy you're here. I'm, it's I'm happy to be stoked. here, too. Yeah. Where's the other guy? No, Chris. Okay. I guess we should address that. Chris is in the hospital. It's not life-threatening, but he's had a boner for like two weeks straight. <clears throat> Yikes. Yeah, it's massive, too. And it's starting to uh, affect his memory and stuff. And we're here to talk about Viagra, right? It's not Viagra it's related, not. no. I don't even know it's what got him It's a natural boner? Yeah, it's natural, but it just won't go away. Crazy. So he's Is actually... he married? No, he's not married yeah, at all. That's your problem right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we wish you the best. Um, he, In conjunction with the huge uh, erection that he's had for two weeks straight, he also... Uh, he also has syphilis, so Yikes. hopefully he gets it all cleared up. It's a twofer. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like a bonus deal that you ever want. But well, get well soon, man. I'm mm -hmm. sure everyone will be glad to have you back. For sure, for sure. We miss you. Uh, so, <clears throat> shout out. Put, give your good thoughts to uh, Chris Morrisberger with his massive erection. I'm doing it right now, but you can't see it. Yeah, man. I'm glad we can't see it because it's. I'm glad it's I don't ridiculous. want to see it that. It looked yeah. ridiculous. I'll never do it again. No, I mean. I'm glad you can't see his erection. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, today, Truth 101 takes a new direction. We're just going to sort of talk about stuff, but it's going to be more of a random cast because Jeff and I are just old, old good friends. He's one of my best friends in the entire world. and But he's also, he doesn't take any of my bullshit, so he's going to call me out, and then you're going to see the holes in all my theories. We're going to fight by the end of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be fisticuffs for sure. Uh, so yeah, you want to say some stuff? No. Do you want to use your real name? Doesn't matter. All right. I'm not scared. He is El Jefe Maximo. <clears throat> um, he always will be. El Jefe, for you Spanish impaired, means the boss. It does. And Maximo means like the supreme boss. And this man has taught me a great many things. So, but that's a podcast for another day, I guess. I think we'll talk about currency. Just okay. not like sticking uh, your finger in the light socket kind of currency, oh, but okay. like money. Right. I mm -hmm. don't know anything about that. Yeah, well, it's hard to come by. It's all right. I'll listen, though. All right. And you can, <clears throat> you can ask me stuff. Okay. And what's bad about this, and there's, um, I know more about the American system than the Canadian system, which is admittedly <clears throat> shabby. But it's probably true for most people, I would imagine. Yeah. It's just their corruption is so blatant that it's easier to unmask. Mm -hmm. So the way it works is our entire lives from birth to death are a huge scam, a monumental scam. Money doesn't actually represent every, anything at all. So um, the dollars you have in your wallet, that's not based on anything. It's, uh, it's you want to say something. That's okay. Continue. Uh, so... If they print a $100 bill at the U.S. Treasury, let's just say, 
that doesn't have any representation. It used to be based on the gold standard. That's what I was going to say. So didn't it back in the day? <clears throat> yeah, it was representative of gold, like real gold. Yeah, and that's why you had places, some of you might have heard of Fort Knox. And mm-hmm. that was a place that was just chocked full of gold because they could only print as much money as they had in gold. Right. So if they had $100 million in gold, they could print $100 million in money. That was abolished in, I think, 1934 or something like that. That long ago. Yeah, it was a really long time ago. And then they took silver in the 60s. You could I actually... always heard that you could go to the bank and ask for money, like ask for real gold. Yeah. Because like, legally, that's that's the whole point of money, like paper money, right? Yeah. Is that even possible to do nowadays? No. That, that's you can't when, do that? When they took, like before, um, I probably have my dates wrong, maybe 1924, <clears throat> maybe 1939, mm-hmm. but in that era. Um before that, you could walk into the bank, you have a $20 bill, they give you $20 yeah. worth of gold, yeah. just like you said. And then they got rid of that, and then they went to silver, and you could still do that with silver until the 60s sometime, and then they got rid of that. <laughs> so now, money is based on zero, on nothing. Mm-hmm. So, but the extra big scam is, you know your income tax? Mm-hmm. People don't really know about income tax and what happens to it, but... It doesn't go to pave your roads. That comes from your gas tax. It doesn't go to heat, like, uh, I don't know, build schools or anything. Income tax goes to banks, the banks that print money. So what happens is they print a $100 bill, and then, so out of thin air, it costs maybe like $0.30 cents to print a $100 bill, right? Yep. And then the, whoever prints it, the Federal Reserve prints it, and they lend it to the United States. Right. At full value. So it costs them a dollar to make. They lend it to the United States at $100 plus interest. So since they print all the money, if you take that thought a little thir- further, there's no way you could ever pay it back. No. Because if you're charging interest on the only money that exists in the U.S., then a second you charge at 1% interest, you can never pay that back because you have to print more money to pay back the fake debt that was created with the first money. <laughs> it's a never-ending cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And that was done on purpose. And so all your income tax that you pay is actually just a measure to keep people from becoming too wealthy. So it is a stopgap measure. So because once you start getting wealthy, it's easy. It snowballs. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a method of control. It also lets them come into your home. They could come in and say they're auditing me, that I'm shady, which I'm a shady guy, but they could come in and do that and invade my home and my privacy. And what privacy do you really have if the government can just use a financial reason to go through every aspect of your life? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this takes me back to Libya, which I didn't even bring up yet. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. Okay. On the Libya podcast, Chris asked me why they took Gaddafi out of power. And the reason why, because I did some research, is I'm, I'm an ignorant bastard. I just try and learn as much as I possibly can. He wanted to go to gold. So um, Libya would export oil to all these countries, and they'd use U.S. dollars, which was most countries used to use mm-hmm. the U.S. dollar as their trading. But since the U.S. is bankrupt because they can't even pay they they've printed so much money that they can't even pay the interest on the debt 
So it's like if I lent you a thousand dollars, and char it was ten dollars a day interest, they can't even pay that ten dollars a day. So the U.S. is functionally bankrupt, and it will fall. And that's why I get on people's cases about having food and water on hand because it's going to really suck when it goes down. The only so thing that's like their national debt that you're talking about, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Where does um? See, I don't get that. So you know how they're always borrowing money. Um, for their wars and whatnot. Um, like, where does that come from? Yeah. It doesn't come from anywhere, does it? No. Like, you know how they have their national debt, whatever it is, like however many trillions of dollars. That's just coming out of nowhere. Like, where are they borrowing that from? They're borrowing it from... Like, the they're just making it? They're printing that money, having that money printed just out of nowhere. So who do they actually owe that money to? It's the Federal Reserve, which is a, a private bank. So it's not actually a part of the government? It's not. And I even hmm. tested it because I was in San Francisco where the federal is one of them. There's one in a lot of states. So in San Francisco, I went to the phone book. And you know, like the government stuff's in like the blue pages. <clears throat> the blue, yeah. It's just in the regular pages because it's not, it's called Federal Reserve, but it's as federal as Federal Express. Right. So all these bankers got together and they figured out a way to screw over Mankind And all this stuff that's going on right now with all these countries going broke and stuff, this was designed a long time ago. And the people that are designing it are profiting from every step. And they did this with the Great Depression. They caused the Great Depression, and that drove all the prices down to zero. Like, mm -hmm. shit was cheap, right? Mm -hmm. So all the buildings and land and stuff. And then the people that knew it was going to zero, they bought all that. And then it came back <laughs> up, and then they owned everything. The, Clever. The Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, the, yeah. some of the richest uh, families on earth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back to Libya. So Gaddafi, who's actually pretty good like to his people, there's free education. He was doing projects at uh, reclaiming deserts and making sure everyone had water and food. But he was sick of the United States. Um who he knew was bankrupt, and he said, we're only going to sell our oil for gold. And the U.S. doesn't have any gold anymore, <laughs> really. Not yeah. enough to do that. And many countries don't. And it's actually a big playing field leveler because there's poor countries that have a lot of gold, but their currency isn't recognized, right? right. Anyway, so it wouldn't be like you'd have a big gold coin, but there'd be enough gold in the coin. So, like... It'd be worth, you know, 10 bucks, but mm -hmm. it'd be 10 bucks worth of actual gold in that coin. And that's what made them go in and, and kill him, basically. So the what, U.S.? The U.S., yeah. Okay. Through the CIA. They actually hired Al-Qaeda. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell by their weapons. All their weapons were brand new. And there's lots of footage of people that weren't from there training them how to use it. CIA assets. Wow. So the people in the country were actually didn't want Qaddafi out like it's portrayed on our media. Of course, there's always people that want him out. Yeah, yeah. And he's not a perfectly good guy, but I don't know. Nobody is. Nobody is. Just like Castro. Mm-hmm. My good buddy Castro. Mm -hmm. He's not a perfect angel. No. No. So that's kind of just to answer Chris's old question. Why don't we talk about something else? What do you want to talk about? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, there was something that you guys were talking about a couple of podcasts ago. I'm just trying to remember now. And I actually did have some... 
I, I kind of wished that I was there at the time. Um, you guys were talking about, uh, you know, like copyrights, um, d you know, downloading stuff nowadays. Um, if you wouldn't mind going back to a little bit of that. Oh, yeah. I did have some opinions. I can't remember exactly what the topic was on that uh, on that specific podcast um, yeah. or how you got into that, but uh, do you remember? No, I can't. My brain doesn't work like that. I need a tr mental trigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was. You know, you were talking about pirating and, uh, you know, pirating MP3s, pirating movies, and, uh, um, but yeah, I forget exactly what you were talking about specifically. Um, actually use you for an example in that one because how you just buy shit now because it's like you have the money and whatever like and I'm the same way like the people that have helped me with my business and stuff like the software I previously stole I'm starting to buy that stuff now mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I appreciate it and you sort of are my influence there just so you know oh well thanks well thank you you're welcome no I mean I just remembered something that uh we were talking about it after and uh, we, that podcast came up and I was just sort of explaining, you know, the bigger thing with that is um, there's always going to be piracy, um, no matter what. It's been happening for ages and ages. It's just that, you know, people, it takes a while for for people to catch up with technology. But um, uh, one specific example is, you know, free is always easy, right? Um, and, you know, like the music company, the people who make movies and that, they they just don't seem to have it in their head that they have to make it easy easy enough for people to make it easier than free, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or else people are going to pirate their products, right? Right. And nowadays, you know, we do have iTunes. It makes it super easy. It's probably one of the better examples. Um, it's cheap. It's at your fingertips. I don't pirate music anymore. You know, I, I can see, I can listen to something before I buy it. I know if I like it. I don't, remember back in the day you had to go out and if you wanted to buy some music, you had to buy it a whole CD or a whole tape. Yeah. Um, and then you'd listen to that and you would enjoy maybe one or two songs, you know, not with every CD you buy or every tape you buy, but I mean, if I go back and look at my old catalog of CDs, like it was just garbage. I mean, a music, music tastes do change, but you know, you'd have a CD and you listen to two songs and the rest you wouldn't listen to. Now you can buy specific songs, you know, they're trying to make it easier for people and it, and it works. Like I used to pirate tons of music. I don't anymore. Cause I can buy what I want when I want it. It's super, super easy. Same thing with movies. Like I used to download tons and tons of movies and I actually don't anymore. You know, you have services like Netflix that are cheap. I can watch whatever I want, whenever I want. It's, it's right there for me. It's in my living room. It's on my phone. <clears throat> the only thing now that I have a problem with um, personally is television and I don't watch a ton of television. Um, but you know, when I sit down in front of the TV and somebody has cable, I can't stand watching it. You know, it's commercials, it's the way it's delivered. It's just an old technology that just should not exist anymore. You know, I want to watch something when I want to watch it. I don't want to watch commercials. I'll pay for what I want to watch, but that isn't available to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. TV needs some kind of on-demand service, and there's a few small examples, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah. But, you know, these guys are always going to be complaining about piracy, and that's, to me, that's the reason why. Like, they haven't quite figured it out yet. Yeah, I see what you're saying. They have that old mm -hmm. mindset of protecting rather than going with the flow and actually figuring out what makes it. So, like, a good example, I think, would be if you could just turn on your TV and you could pay $2 to watch a movie, right? Mm -hmm. Or 
let's say video stores still exist or you could drive to the video store and it was there for free mm-hmm. most people would pay the two dollars right yeah i think so because it's easier than easy well not everyone i mean i mean especially with tv a lot of people like the simplicity of cable you know like it's just sort of there some some people like flipping through the channels you know what i mean but um Nowadays, TV, to me especially, is just such garbage that there's only a few sort of gems out there that I will I would go out of my way to to pay specifically for those specific things that I'd have wanted to watch and not have to worry about the rest of it. Even if it did cost as much as paying for cable per month, you know what? I don't want 200 channels of garbage. Yeah. Like, I was just talking to some people the other day and asking them, you know, they pay 40 to $60 a month, and I asked them, how many of those 200 channels do you watch? And it's like, you know, a couple. Yeah. Really. And... What are they doing now? They're using their PVR or whatever to record the shows they want so they can watch them when they want to watch them and fast forward through the commercials. It's like, well, why do you even have to do that? Yeah, that's sort of a nice feature where you can get around that, but you shouldn't even have to be doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just paying for this bundle of crap that you shouldn't be paying for. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't know. I know what you're saying. And uh, when you put it like that, I just thought when you are saying about people watch a few channels I watch Comedy Network Mm -hmm. because there's like good shows on there that old shows and then I watch um, the movie we have like three movie channels and they have mostly shady movies and then one good one and I just PVR it so I probably end up and there's this one show like till debt do as part I like to watch while I'm eating breakfast it's just about this lady who solves it's a good thing to watch in the morning (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's uh yeah, I basically watched three channels is what, what I'm saying, but I never thought about it before you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me anymore, but um, I don't know. I'm trying to, every, every time I talk to people, I try to try to gauge their opinion on it and see, like, would you be willing to cut the cord? Like, I cut it over a year ago now, and then I'll never look back. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'd be hard for a lot of people. Like, cable's been around, TV's been like it has been for so many years that so many people are just sort of stuck in that routine that it's the technology part too. I mean, like I said, you got to make it easy for people. And if it's not easy, then, then uh, they're going to find other ways around it. Even if it, even if it's like cable and it's total bullshit and you're going to get ripped off. But uh, like I said, that's why people pirate shit. And I still pirate some TV because that's the only way for for me to get it. That, that is easy. And I do feel bad about it. Um, And I guess I'm not justifying what I'm doing, but uh I don't know. It it is what it is until it it, it evolves into something better. Then um, that's the way I'm going to do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. That. It's kind of a sh- crappy way to think about that. Like I've, I'm sort of making it seem like I'm entitled to do that, which I'm really not. Like it is a bad thing to be doing that, and I'm not promoting <laughs> piracy. You know <laughs> what I mean? But uh, I don't know. It's just sort of a personal stance that I'm sort of taking against that. But yeah, and just so people know, like Jeff has access free access to cable and stuff and he chooses to unplug it like yeah. where he lives um it's it's there he just has to plug it in the wall but it's just such bullshit to him that he doesn't bother here's a little conspiracy stuff about tv the flicker rate is actually um it's a perfect <laughs> flicker rate you don't your eyes don't pick it up but your mind does and your subconscious mind and it actually lulls you into a hypnosis and um, there's people like you can, um, like my buddy Ryan Brown, uh, if the TV's on, you can't even talk to him. He doesn't even really? fucking know where you are. Like he, he's just like, Zuh. and and the more TV you do watch, the easier it is to slip into that uh, flicker rate. 
uh, to the hypnosis. You think that's why I like I really enjoy just having the television on in the background. That's one of the biggest things I miss about having cable is just because like to me cable is so like I can't stand watching it, but the nice part about it is because I don't want to watch it, I kind of actually like having it on in the background. Hmm. So that I don't have to pay attention to it, but I don't know what it is. Like I just sort of like having maybe it's just the background noise or something, but maybe it has something to do with like what you're talking about. It's the warm, glowing, warming glow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Like I'll sit, I'll sit at home on the couch and you know, like with my iPad, and I like to read. Um, but I'll turn the TV on just you know and turn it down really low just to have it on the background. I'm not even watching it, not paying attention to it. Wow. And now that I don't have cable, I actually have to like go through my thing and find something to sort of turn on that I know I won't pay attention to, like something that I've seen a zillion times and then let it play. And then, uh, and then it sort of puts my mind at ease. I don't know what it is. I've been like that for years and years and years. Like I fall asleep in front of the TV. Yeah. Like I almost can't not do that. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's I, weird. It's comforting. They've hypnotized me, man. Mm-hmm. Bastards. Bastards. And so you wonder what the, like you, I'm watching shows now, um, like, American haunting it's probably not what it's called I've heard of it yeah but the the beginning like I'm a video guy mm-hmm. and the beginning of it has the super fast cuts and <clears throat> it's like subliminals and that that's illegal right when you're selling stuff but um, they did this thing and I, I, all this information is wrong but it's approximately close so they did this thing with uh, subliminal messages. Have you ever heard of that with the popcorn and that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, what it is for people that don't know is like uh, a movie has 24 pictures in a second, like 24 Yeah, 24 frames, frames, frames per second. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're talking like Clockwork Orange type shit? Am I allowed to swear? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like there's 24 frames in a second and they'd put one frame of popcorn just like a, a like thing Fight Club. of popcorn. Yeah, like Fight Club. Or he spliced in like the picture of the dude's junk like right at the end of the reel. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. And, and only the kids would pick it up, remember? Wasn't that the whole deal with that? In Fight Club or? In yeah, yeah. So remember there was, sorry, totally getting off topic. but No, that's okay. I think he was showing like Bambi or something. And when he was explaining what he was doing, like you had, in a theater, you have to switch reels. Like, I don't know if there's, like, six reels in a movie, an average two-hour movie, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he would splice in one frame of, like, some dude's junk, like, right at the end of, like, one reel. And then the kids in the audience started crying. But only the kids had noticed it. The adults didn't notice it for some reason. Wow. Yeah. I can't remember the reason the reason for that, but... Huh. I wonder but, if that's legit. Well, I believed it. It was in a movie, so... <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be right. <laughs> You know, like the kids, uh, the young kids these days, drinking their red wine, smoking their tweets. <laughs> uh, they actually, because when you get older, do you know about the the secret rings on cell phones? No. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's like a specific frequency or audio frequency that only. I think that's bullshit, isn't it? No, I. That only like pe- people under a certain age can hear. Yeah, as you get older. And you... they use it to keep kids out of, like, convenience stores and, and stuff like that, right? Oh, no. I've heard of that. <laughs> no, it's like, say if you get a ring from, let's say let's say a young man wants to buy some marijuana cigarettes. Uh-uh. And uh, so he wins. You know how you can set someone's, uh, like, someone to have a specific ringtone, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's in a, such a high frequency that adults can't hear it, but kids can because their ears are still good. Mm-hmm. Like it's so it's a really high pitched, like a dog whistle, but a little lower for yeah. kids. Yeah, I don't know how I got it, but 
But yeah, that's pretty good. This is going to be a messy-ass <laughs> podcast. Yeah, messy. Messy. But I like it. That's all right. So that actually works. You've tried that? Yeah, because um, I downloaded some. How do you know? Oh, because I couldn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't prove anything. No, when we were in film school, uh, our teacher, Dean, who's this awesome guy in a band called Malibu Nights, which yes. is a really ninja band, and... Uh, he actually went through the tones one by one, mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, here's 18,000 hertz or whatever, right. and then can you all hear that? And half the people in the class could, and I was like maybe 30 at the time, and the other kids were like 19 or whatever. Really? Yeah, and Weird. we got to a level where I couldn't hear it anymore, and the, the younger kids could. It's interesting. That could be used for some pretty malicious stuff. Yeah. I can imagine. Crazy. So what does it do to them, though? Does it just make them... Like, so they can hear it, yes, but doesn't it, like, give them a headache or something after a certain amount of time? It's or? pretty high-pitched, so I don't know. Because like, I do remember reading a story about how, I forget where it was, but some stores were using it to keep teenagers out, like, out of convenience stores and stuff like that. <laughs> Which kind of makes sense. Like, I mean, if you walked in and something started giving you a headache, you'd leave, right? Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They have these sound cannons that they use <clears throat> on protesters, and they, they use them, they developed them, really tested them in Iraq. But they've had them at, like, in the Republican National Convention in <clears throat> New York. And it's a sound cannon, and uh, you can hear it, but it's so, like, uh, disturbing to you that, say you had a gun, right? It's actually mm-hmm. pretty ingenious. You're pointing a gun at someone, they blast you with the sound cannon, and you have to put your ear, your hands over your ears. So Isn't you that like, uh, <clears throat> remember there was an episode of Mythbusters, and they were talking about the brown note? Have you ever heard of that? No. Where there's supposedly there's a specific pitch of audio that will actually make you crap your pants. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. And they tested it and it didn't work. But oh, like supposedly it was a legit thing that the uh, American, like the government, was uh, trying to use like for the army. Right. Like just to fuck up people, right? Like you just blast this sound and it would make people just like shit their pants, basically. <laughs> yeah. They have these microwave weapons. This is kind of different, but in Fallujah, they actually. Um, someone took pictures and they turned a bus full of school kids into dust. Like they blasted it with this uh, new weapons that we, I haven't seen. But um, just to get some conspiracy up here, you know, like with the brown note, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, <laughs> I've heard of that, but never heard of that. No, Sorry, no. Anyway, continue. Oh, you know, the wine glass thing where you get the frequency yeah, yeah, yeah. and the opera singer can hit that frequency yeah. and it will shatter the wine glass. Well, there's this dude called Royal. His name was really Royal Raymond Rife. I guess his parents were bastards, right? He was this scientist, and he was a fucking ninja. He invented this um, microscope that was way more powerful than anything. But he also developed this frequency generator. So his thing was everything about you has its own frequency, just like the glass. So if you had 10 glasses, they'd all have a different frequency that would shatter them, Mm -hmm. like if you had an opera singer that could hit the notes. So his thing was he classified tumors and viruses and and things like that, and he would actually blast you with the sound, and just like how an opera singer will break the glass, but uh, nothing else will break, Mm -hmm. his thing was it would shake apart it would actually destroy the cellular structure of viruses bacteria and tumor cells and so he was uh they took all his technology away from him he died a lonely alcoholic (laughs) that's what you get just like your tesla story 
Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Tesla was man. Like that guy. You should see the go online and look at pictures of him. Like it's fucked. Like he's sitting in a room on a little stool and there's a uh, you know those balls that make your hair go up? Yeah, yeah. There's one of those but it's like the size of the room where Is in. that a Tesla coil? Is that yeah. what that's called? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a genius and uh they just kept underfunding him and keeping him down and So with the interesting thing is have you there's a like, like a car company now. You were talking about I don't know if it was him or the, but they had invented an electric car back in the 1800s. So it had something something to do with him, right? Yeah. So now there's a car company. I don't know how long they've been around for. I don't know a ton about them, but they're called Tesla. Mm-hmm. And they actually are making electric cars. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just uh like I I pay attention to a lot of geek stuff and uh they just had uh was it CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, and I was watching some uh some coverage on that and uh they had their new car there like fully electric car like just chock full of technology like crazy technology like a cool car like super expensive though like 100 grand or something like yeah. that but I, that that just reminded me of that when you were talking about tesla i, like, I highly doubt they have anything to do with him <laughs> but maybe it's just a coincidence or they just liked his name and you know sort of put two and two together kind of thing but no he <laughs> he invented the electric car like like in the 1900s like early 1900s mm-hmm. so and that's when the first electric car was in 1890. Like, I think it was, it might have been even earlier. Like, they're sort of shittier models. Yeah, but yeah. it just shows you that they've been suppressing stuff like that for so long. Well, I mean, think of how simple a thing that is. Though. Like, electricity has been around for how long? You use electricity to power something like a vehicle. Like, that can't be that complicated. It's yeah. just a matter of implementing it so people can use it in their everyday lives, right? Like, I mean, even nowadays, that's the problem, right, is... Where do you charge this thing, and how far can you drive on it? You know, when you're so used to a gas-powered vehicle where you can drive four or five hundred kilometers in one trip, right? It's With true. One tank. So, and the the downside that no one's talking about yet about electric car 